0: Hey, you all, I'm coming back with another episode. Um, I am a little bit under the weather, so um, I probably will be going in and out with my voice, so I do apologize in advance, but um, I really wanted to do this episode after a discussion on Twitter among uh, younger women, young professional women. Um, And it was about giving men large sums of money. And unfortunately, as much as I would like to say that as women, we have progressed and, you know, we see our worth and all that other good stuff. The truth of the matter is a lot of women are still stuck in this cycle of feeling like they need to take care of men in order for them to have one. And it goes to a sort of dysfunction within our society, whereas patriarchy and sexism have made it so that women feel as though men are the prize. We've completely gotten away from ourselves and we completely gotten away from how relationships should be and what women and men should be doing in relationships that you know, we have essentially given men a pass to be bums. And I'm just gonna come out and say that. Um, In our generation, it's different. As an African-American woman, I do understand that racism exists. I do understand that systemic inequality exists. However, you know, we all have the ability to individually make changes in our lives that will help us move forward, that will help us to do better. And when you look specifically, and I'm going to talk specifically about the black community in America right now. When you look specifically at the African-American community, what you end up seeing is a disparity in how the women and the men uh, pretty much respond to that systemic inequality. Just because we're women, it does not mean that we don't experience racism. We just experience it in a different way regardless of the fact that we still experience it. And regardless of the fact that as black women, we still have two things that, you know, we have to really combat, not just racism, but also sexism, okay? So regardless of that fact, we are still making strides and we are still taking care of our families. In... In 2015 the National Center for Education Statistics, um, was able to report that for the academic year 2015 to to 2016, 67% of black women were awarded an associate's degree compared to only 33% of our male counterparts. In that same year, 64% of black women were awarded a bachelor's degree compared to only 36% of our male counterparts. So for the most part, just generally speaking, the amount of degrees black women have is pretty much double the amount of degrees that our male counterparts have. And when I hear women who talk about giving men Large sums of money as an act of love, as a gift of love, it really, really bothers me, um, because I strongly believe that, especially in the Black community, that the reason why our men are not achieving—and I say are loosely—they are not our property, but I say it as you know, in a communal, in a communal sense—the reason why they aren't achieving as much as they could. It's because one, they've been coddled and two, the way we as women relate to them, we do so in a way that is mostly to our own detriment. We allow them to see us as purely transactional. There is no, I see you as a woman, I see your femininity, and therefore, I'm going to take care of my responsibilities as a man. I'm going to take care of this kid that I brought forth. I'm going to um, stand by my family. I'm going to be strong. I'm going to do what needs to be done. That whole that line of thinking is, is for the most part, non-existent with that demographic. And so what we end up having is over 80% you know, a black women are the head of households. And, you know, every time uh, a black man responds to this when I'm on social media, I always hear them say, well, that's because there's only one parent in the household and she's a single mother, blah, blah, blah. Let me break that down for you. When I say 80% of black women are the heads of household, that number not only suggests the amount of single mothers who are the head of households, that number also includes the amount of married women who make as much as or more than their husbands. So while the gender wage gap does exist, it is not as prevalent in the dynamic between black women and black men we still maintain a significant portion of financially taking care of our households, okay? It has always been the case. It never was not the case. Jim Crow, it was always the case. Slavery, it was always the case. Black women have always contributed financially in a significant manner to make sure that her household is taken care of. And there are plenty of stats and studies. I am going to include a few links into the part of the written portion for this podcast. Also, I encourage you to Google and read yourself, okay? Because I also noticed that especially when we talk about this, these things on social media, you have a lot of people who come back and say, well, where's the link? Where's the link? Sweetheart, do your own research, okay? Um, that's one thing that we as a community need to get better in better at we need to be better at understanding data not just regurgitating percentages we need to understand how data impacts us for example I keep hearing people say whenever we talk about interracial dating and relationships which for some reason or another it keeps coming back in our community as a discussion especially when black women start to talk about dating men of standard even if that means dating outside of the race okay that discussion always come up to say that most black men marry black women and people keep saying that 80% of black men marry black women well you got to understand what that 80% means if only 30% roughly 30% of the black male population are marrying period only 80% of that black male population Who are married, which is only 30%, are marrying black women. You essentially still not really saying anything because the population of men in the black community who are married is so small that you're really not saying much. And then when you look at the 80% of the 30% of the black men who are married, the younger those black men are, they are less likely to marry women within their own racial background. Okay, so we as a community need to get better with understanding statistics, how things add up. You know, we need to also get better with coming to terms with airing out our dirty laundry because we're not gonna get any better. We are consistently trying to rub each other's egos. And when I say each other, specifically rubbing the black male ego. Because we have this issue with holding them accountable for some odd, strange reason in our community. We have this issue with always being the one to go on the defense, always being the one to put ourselves in front of them so that we can take the shots as black women, especially when they come up with. You know, some idea that they are being discriminated against. Does discrimination happen? Absolutely. But here's the thing you also have options. You don't have to engage in a life of crime. You don't have to leave your children that you have taken care of. You don't have to not financially provide for them so much so that the mother has to go to court in order to get child support. See, these things, they're choices. And at some point, we have to stop just coddling them and enabling them of blaming everything on racism because everything is not the cause of racism. Some of it is that they're just damn irresponsible. And so I say all of that to say, to segue into this discussion on giving men large amounts of money is because it's ludicrous. If over 80% of black women are the head of household and across racial lines, the head, the number of women who are head of household is rising. However, in the black community, it is higher than other communities, which is why I'm focusing on the black community because it should not be that high to begin with. So if over 80% of us are the head of households, why the hell are we giving men large sums of money? Would that money not go towards Uh, helping us to establish wealth? Shouldn't that money go towards making sure our children, their college funds are taken care of so they don't have to take out predatory loans? Shouldn't that money go toward us buying homes and land so we can have something to pass on to our progeny once we leave this earth? Why the hell are we helping men be men? I'm, I'm not understanding that. And even if you are an unmarried black woman with no kids, you have no responsibilities, you're just out here chilling, doing your thing, having fun, the gender wage gap still exists. Okay. Sexism still exists. And the fact that as a collective of black women, we still need to accumulate wealth. We lag behind our white counterparts with that. Why on earth Would you waste your hard-earned money on a man that should be able to hold down his own? He is a man, supposedly. And if that is the case, he should not be taken care of. Now, I'll admit, you know, when I look at this situation, I do come from a sort of bias, okay? I grew up in a family where the men of the family took care of the household. I grew up in a family where, you know, bills were paid. um, The men were not reliant on their wives. For the most part, the men were in marriages. You know, they did marry. They didn't just hit it and quit it. I grew up in a family where um, I watched both of my grandfathers take care of all of the financial expenses in a house in the household. My grandmothers didn't have to work they just chose to work so they pay for small items like groceries but the mortgage, electricity, all that other stuff my grandfathers paid for and so I see it as my generation is on this weird thing whereas we have accepted that we have wrongly accepted, or wrongly believed, rather, that our job as women is to raise grown men and to just finish off what their mothers failed to do. And that is not the case. And so every time I look at this situation, every time it comes on my timeline, whether it's on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, I don't care. I am the first To tell women that it is not your responsibility to give a man large sums of money. I don't give a care. I had to watch what I say because I'm very passionate with this, but I don't care how good he is to you. I don't care that he's being a decent man. I don't care that he's taking the bills. I mean, for all intents and purposes, he's supposed to be doing that anyway. So why are you rewarding him for doing what he was put on earth to do to be a provider and a protector? A lot of men want, you know, the. They, they want the label and the respect and the title of being the man of the house and being the provider and protector, and yet they don't do any providing. I'm confused. And as women, we should not allow this to happen. And I keep telling women, and I will stand by this every single day until my last breath, as a mother of a son that I am raising, he understands that in life, he is supposed to take care of his own. He is supposed to have his own. And if he chooses to have a family, he is supposed to be the protector and the provider. He is not to rely on another woman. on another woman. And as women, we need to understand that men, they are not the gift. We need to stop tap dancing and begging and being desperate. We need to stop doing all of that. We are the gift. They should be impressing us. They should be doing for us. What are we doing now? The game is just so effed up that now we have literally people online talking about how they would enjoy cereal dates, how they would enjoy coffee dates. These are not even putting in the creativity or the money to take women out on a just a solid date anymore they want to do the least amount of work needed to bring you home they want to just give you a little bit of attention because once they do they understand that they have you hooked and once they have you hooked you're not going anywhere that's how we as women are we're very we're very very Um, emotional in the sense that when we get attached to someone, it's difficult for us to part ways and to leave. And that is one of our downfalls. We have to start logically looking at the relationships we get ourselves into. And I also think the bigger thing about this is we as women also need to realize that the way we start off in a relationship is ultimately the way we'll end up. If you start off allowing yourself to accept the bare minimum from a man, he will always give you the freaking bare minimum. If you start off accepting a serial serial date and Netflix and chill, you're going to always have serial dates and Netflix and chill sessions for every anniversary. We as women have to start demanding more. And I talk about this a lot because I keep seeing so many young girls settle for relationships and settle for connections that are just trash. They're toxic. And I've been there. And I, have, I tell women all the time, look, I used to be the dummy that used to give men large amounts of money in relationships. Because for all intents and purposes, the only people I really dated for the most part coming up was all black men. And regardless of what their careers were, regardless of what their educational status were, I was always in a position where I was further in life than they were. And so they consistently depended on me, even in my marriage. That's why we are no longer married. Because I had come to understand that as a woman, I deserved better. And I wanted more, and my ex-husband could not give me what I needed. Now, here and I, we don't have any ble- bad blood. You know, we went our separate ways. But at the same time, I had to get to a point in my marriage of understanding out, of I mean, I'm sorry, of understanding and figuring out why I wasn't happy. And I wasn't happy because I was settling for crumbs, okay? So when you hear older black women who've already been there, when you hear black women who have already been divorced and, you know, we're just over it and we're out here saying, look, young black girls or young women, you know, focus on you, focus on your needs, do what you need to do, be selfish. You know, when we say that we're not bitter, we're not jealous, we could care less about the men who we left behind. But we are saying that because we want young black women to wake up and not make a stupid mistake that you will regret. In one of my ex relationships, I gave that man close to $3,000 within a six month period to help him get on his feet. And this is a man who was gainfully employed. Okay? So I'm saying all of that to say, It is a mistake. Don't do it. I don't care how much you love him. I don't care how much he does for you. At some point, you will regret giving a man a large sum of money because you're not supposed to do it, period. So if you're listening to this, if you're a woman who um, has learned about, you know, this new movement among black women where we are you know, putting ourselves first, we're not coddling men anymore. We're not chasing men anymore. You know, it's it's a new movement. It's a new day. Black women are starting to see that we were given the short end of the stick and we're not going to keep taking that. So if you're one of those women and you're listening to this, There's a couple of things I want to remind you. Number one, you have to remember that you are the gift. He should be bringing something to impress you, not the other way around. Don't chase a man. Don't expect for him to do anything for you. You don't need to prove yourself to him. He needs to come to you. He needs to come to you to prove to you that he is worthy of being in your presence. I mean, I just gave you stats. On how educated black women are. I just gave you stats. On how we are trying. Our damnness. You know to just. Take care of our families. Despite the fact that we've been given the short end of the stick. And even though it's rough. We still doing the best we can. I just gave you stats on that. Why do you think he shouldn't come to you. To impress you. Why don't you think you are the gift. When in fact. We're multi-talented when, in fact, you know, we hold the culture. We are black culture ourselves. We're educated. We take care of our families. We are the gift. And I just cannot, I cannot, you know, just stress that enough. The other thing you need to understand is that if you are young black women, you have your entire life to settle down There is no pressure that you need to get married and have kids by a certain period of time. Marriage, I can tell you from experience, it's not for everyone. You know, I've been married before. And even if I was to find someone that I am adamantly head over heels for, I probably would not get married again. I'm like 99.9% sure I would never get married again. Marriage is just not for me. And I want any young woman who's listening to me to understand that if marriage is not for you, sweetie, it's okay. Nothing is wrong with you. Something is wrong with society. Okay. Some of us just don't want to spend old age caring for another man. Because st- statistically pr- it's st- uh it's st- statistically proven, I told y'all I'm not feeling well, but it's proven that. When we look at marriage stats, men benefit from the union more than women. Men benefit from the union more than women, okay? They benefit emotionally and physically because the older they get, the less likely they are to take care of themselves. And that's when the women come in to support them and being able to take care of themselves. Not to mention that it's more of a financial benefit especially for Men of color, and particularly black men, for them to get married. And again, I gave you stats on that earlier. So some of us, we just don't want to deal with that, okay? You know, I like my 401k. (laughs) I like having money to myself, you know? I like waking up in my own bed with no one needing to be next to me every single morning. Like, I like that. I like having my space, I like being able to tell someone, "Okay, it was nice being with you for the past 24 48 hours. Okay, please go home now." That's just me. And I know that there are other women who are like me and society had this way of, you know, telling us that we're bitter or we're rough suf- or we're selfish or none of that, we're just different. Don't let anyone else sway you. Do life on your terms. Do life on your terms, okay? Last thing I want you to remember, um, young women in this discussion about giving men anything really is that you have to get to a point of being able to put yourself and your needs first. I know for a lot of young women we are empathic you know we feel for people so as soon as someone come to us and say hey you know this is going on in my life I need a B and C if this don't happen I'm gonna get kicked out of my I'm gonna get kicked out of my place or I'm coming up on hard times and automatically we feel for them okay automatically we get to a point where we feel like we need to help them but we are not their mothers okay there are ways for them to get money you know they can get another job they can take out a loan, they can go to their own mamas, but that's not for us to step in. So if you are a woman and you are empathic, you need to understand the importance of implementing boundaries. That's number one. You need to understand the importance of implementing boundaries, 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 boundaries that will save your life, I can promise you. Because it will help you understand that there are some people you cannot help. It will help you understand that there are some people you cannot save. And you will literally kill yourself stressing over trying to save people who just want to use you. So boundaries. So that's all I really wanted to say for, you know, this podcast. Um, of course, I'll be doing more on this because I'm a firm believer, a supporter. I practice this myself. And women dating up and women dating men who are, um, who are worth their time, you know, women dating on their level or above their level, never underneath of it. So, you know, this is one of the topics that I definitely hit on, um, often, but thank you again for tuning in. I hope you all enjoyed it. Again, there are links to studies that are provided within this podcast, um, description but I also encourage you as well to just do your own research especially if you're a woman okay do your own research don't believe what is being told to you don't believe what the church is telling you they are also good for conflating things sorry but it's just the truth don't believe what you know you've been taught growing up again as women we've been taught things that are to our own detriment and we need to unlearn them okay so do your research, figure out what best, what's best for you. But at every point in your life, always put yourself first. Never, ever, ever take care of a man that is his job to take care of himself. Take care, ladies.